This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever! Dog! Sassy. To an audio journey through the world of tarot <laughs> with me, Veronica Osorio. So sit back, relax, and let the journey begin. From today's episode, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sassy Tarot Pod. That's A S A S S Y Tarot, like a regular tarot, T A R O T P O D. Sassy Tarot Pod. Sassy Tarot Pod. And uh, welcome to Sassy Tarot. My name is Veronica Osorio, and I'm your host. With the music of Peter Mark <laughs> Peter Mark music is what you're listening to. He's improvising alongside me as I'm improvising talking to you about cards what we're what we're starting here today is a mini-sode a mini-sode is an episode where I explain a specific card it's not a reading that I do for someone it's me talking about a specific card and the idea of these mini-sodes is that you learn that you learn you idiot you learn to read the decks that you learn that you have a different version of what each card means sometimes the internet meaning of the cards is too broad or too focused on a specific kind of read and sometimes what you need is to know the card in and out so you can feel things coming from it feel the information that's coming out of it sometimes an accurate reading is not about how many meanings of a card can you pull out but about sensing what the card is trying to portray to you 
within the bigger picture. Yeah, okay. So I've been explaining the major arcana, which are the cards that signify like major energy, right? Just to recap, there are 22 major arcanas, including a, num a card number zero. So it goes from zero to 21. Right now, today we're in card number 14. <laughs> this is always confusing because it starts with zero. So zero, there's zero, one, two, three. But the card number one, it's actually card number two because there's a zero <laughs> so now you know that even though i'm saying that we're doing the major arcana number 14 we're doing card number 13 and that card is chun, 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 death that's right we're talking about death today what is death well, this already is a complex question, regardless of the tarot, because even religions don't seem to agree on what happens with death. Even within like one religion, every kind of person has a different answer of what they could say death means. But I'll tell you that something that's universal about the tarot. Well, about. In general, something that's universal is that death is coming from the moment we are born and become alive and start the race of life. The moment we materialize into being and become a full-blown born individual, the countdown starts, right? We just don't know if that's going to come in 90 years. We don't know if it's going to come in 30 or in two or at six months in. But everyone that's currently alive is going to pass away. Anything that's currently alive will die. Any animal, any plants, any humans, the clock starts counting down as seconds go by, as days go by. So every new day in our lives is a new day, a new way to start over, to start a new life. But it's also one day less that we have in the total clock. Thankfully, we don't know the date in which we're going to die. So we don't have to be worrying about that shit, you know? We can just live as if we're going to live forever. And then death strikes and we're like, oh, Ooh, I fucked up. Dead. Some people think that when you die, you go to heaven. Some people think that when you die, you go to hell. Some people think that when you die, you're over. Some people think that death, it's the end of you. Some people think that death is just a passage into a new incarnation of you. But regardless of your religious beliefs, right? The tarot has its own meaning to this card. Card number 13. Um, as a tarot reader who's also an actress in a TV show, <laughs> I've had to have a personal relationship with this card just because my cast 
number this season is 13 and this is a card number 13 so every time I see my call sheets or like my number in the scheduling every time I see my number my cast member number 13 I think of death because I have this association between numbers and tarot cards and I've had to come to terms with the fact that my character's number is the death number so I've actually had to think about the death the death card a lot in the last few months while I'm working uh, I had a day in which I, I was on set and most most of my scenes are with Peter right Peter so I'm trapped in this world where like I only see Peter in my fucking life and um, I had a day that was very fun for me because there was 0% of Peter and 100% of Veronica. Uh, it was my Marisol day. I had scenes with my family members. I had scenes with my coworkers. I just had uh, scenes with other actors that were not in my romantic life. And before I left my home, I pulled a tiny tarot from the tiny tarot deck that I have at home. And I got the death card. And at first I was like, oh, and then I saw the number and I was like, oh my God, totally. This is my death card day because Marisol is number 13 and the death card is 13. So to me, my character is death. So I've had to rephrase what death means in the tarot. So what do, what do you do when you see a card like death in the tarot deck? Well, first, I understand that the image is a little shocking, right? If it's a traditional tarot deck, there's a white horse and an, um, in an armor, in a black armor, on top of the horse, there's this skull, like skeleton, looking at you. He's not directly looking at the viewer, at the querent or the reader, and he's not directly looking at any of the figures that are in the car that are, are dead. It's kind of like just looking ahead like it has to keep going and happening just as life happens death needs to happen right so that's already a clue into this card it says that death happens to everyone that it's fully protected a white horse in the tarot usually means the truth right so death is not if there's something there's nothing more truthful than the de than death because it has nothing to do with whether you're young or old or sick or healthy, a king or poor, you will die. There's nothing more truthful or more stripping down into the basics of what it is to be alive than death, than facing death, than looking at death. Behind the horse, we can see two columns and they're the same columns that we can see sometimes in the high priestess card and the moon card and the sun is rising or setting at the end. So it means that it's a sunset. So that already tells us a first clue into, into what death means in the tarot, which is not literal death. It's not like you're gonna see that card and you're gonna know that someone's gonna die or you're gonna die. It's not about death the way we, we associate it in our human lives. It's the death card comes out in a tarot reading to indicate transformation is happening so what what does that mean first let's just think of of it i always say like the fall right all trees have to pass 
or die or let go of the leaves that they've built and they grew grown they grown they grew they grew the leaves they grew the leaves the leaves that grew out of them have to turn brown die and fall why because otherwise when the snow comes the trees are not going to be strong enough to hold on to snow on top of the leaves the branches will break that's how the tree actually dies So in order not to die during the winter, they have to shed and let a part of them fully and completely die, decompose, and, and let go, let it go. So that to me is what death is in the tarot deck. When a time of huge change is happening, when you're needing to shed something that is no longer useful for you, when you're needing to shed something that if you keep holding on to it, it will be the detriment of you. It will be the death of you. Not because it's going to actually literally kill you, but because it really might make you give you forks in the road that you wouldn't have had otherwise, right? So you're supposed to be going this way, this way you're really focused, you're really focused, but you're realizing that you're a little too slow you have a little too much baggage you have a relationship that doesn't work anymore you're holding on to a job that doesn't serve you anymore you're holding on to an idea an old way of doing thing an old habit an old way of it eating and the longer you're carrying that burden the longer the more potential futures open and most of them are more negative more and more roads towards negative potential outcomes open up so the death usually in a tarot read signifies that something has to be let go of something that uh, life does not care if what you need to let go of is that a relationship or it's an old habit or it's uh, some money you're holding on to or some kind of possession or old idea it doesn't care all it cares is to reflect back at you the thing that you need to learn to just let go. So death signifies that. It's kind of like really simple if you think about it. Now, if I see death combined with like the tower or uh, maybe a ten of swords, I mean, not even then I would think uh, it indicates actual literal death. I think the only time I've seen a literal death is the tower and the ten of swords together. But they were combined with the emperor. So to me, that's like literally a person dies, right? But even then, it could be the emperor side of the person or the reign of someone like that ends more than like it, the person dies, you know? It's really hard to see a death like that in the tarot, much less with a card, a card like death. Uh, at first, it, I used to think about it as death and now I only see it as transformation. To me, and like Strange Angel, it's funny the fact that my car, my character is like related to this card in my brain means that my character, to me, it means that my character brings about transformation and parts, old parts of other characters die away in order so that it's so that they can continue being near me. <laughs> so in my relationship, in our relationship, I guess, uh, Richard Marisol, I feel like that's part of what, what, what it's about. Our relationship in the season is about shedding all ideas and letting them die away so that we can continue being together, right? Or that we can continue understanding each other. So, um, 
When you see a card like death, you have to think about what are the things that you need to let go of? What are the things that are maybe decomposing in your life and you should just bury them? Say that's like as complete as a, as a message as it seems like. And I, I know that other tarot readers see it as, let's see, let me combine them with things. Let me randomly see death and uh, ace of cups and then death. Okay, well, a new love is happening and something about the way uh, ace of cups and death might be like because you fall in love, something about the old way of doing things goes away. It dies. The, per the part of you where you're like careless and like not in love has to go away in order to for new love to come up death and five of wands I'd be like some severe conflict has made you decide to move away from certain groups of people and and move on from from that from that environment the death and the chariot I'd be like when you let go of something that's holding you down you're gonna be able to start moving forward the death and six of cups is maybe like uh something from the past is no no longer so and you feel like maybe you need to find new ground to grow from and not hold on to past memories so much so as you see it's like Whatever card comes next to death is something that you need to transform, let go, move, massage, compost. Compost is a good keyword for me regarding death card is using. How much of a dead cow is used once you like a farmer kills a cow? They eat the meat, they boil the bones, they like the the leather they use the skin the leather the hooves like almost everything every single part of the animal gets fully used it just doesn't look like a cow anymore you can't call it and be like butterfly the cow now it's meat now it's hooves now it's leather now it's skin now it's fabrics right so death card says that how can you compost Recycle, upcycle, revive in a different way. Something that in its current incarnation is just no of no use anymore. What I'm going to do is do an interactive reading for you guys. If you think that I'm tired or this Minnesota is like shitty, I swear to God, I'm telling you... Um, there's so many there's first of all there's another tarot podcast that explains cards like this for the reversal the upside down I mean if, if you read the reversals I would say death upside down would be like you're not letting go of something something's not letting go of you something's not like it's in the last stages of dying something needs to be like needs maybe like a couple more steps before you can uh, transform it or, or make it make it the end Death in a way, like we have so many deaths. Like I got a, um, I did a reading for one of our camera uh, operators in Strange Angel, and he's about to have a second child. And I saw the death card, and I was like, "What kind of big life change are you going through? That like, what is what old part of you you're gonna have to let go right now? That what's happening?" He was like, "I'm about to have a baby," and I was like, "Oh." <laughs> Death, death card is here to for you to say goodbye and give a funeral to the old self that you used to be before you had a baby 
whatever that guy was is no longer going to be able to be there anymore because a baby's coming. So it's time to say goodbye to that person. So that's a good example of a death card. It's a very spiritual card. Um, sometimes I see it as like the card that indicates that past in a timeline past the death card, nothing can remain the same anymore anyway at all. So I know it's maybe very basic, but it's also very powerful. It's like very, it's kind of like a concentrate, lemonade concentrate. You use two drops of that sugary thing and you can make lemonade for 7,000 children. That's kind of like death card is. It's a, it's a simple concept that we all kind of live with in our daily lives. But when it happens to us regarding one of our lives, our lives regarding one of our moments in our lives then we can really really feel its power this is really cool music peter okay so i'm gonna do an interactive read for you today uh okay so i don't know if i completed the idea but when i was saying that death upside down means that maybe there's need for shedding for letting go for like <laughs> wow, that was radical. That was radical. <laughs> I am so sleepy. Who else drove back from the desert today? I'm so tired. Okay, so I'm going to do an interactive read. The way this works is I am going to pull three cards. You're going to pick card number one, two, or three, and then I'm going to flip them, and I'm going to tell you what it means. Uh, it's a very general meaning, so if it doesn't resonate for you, it means because this message is meant to be for someone else. Or maybe it's for no one, and I'm a fucking idiot. Point is, if it's not for you, don't force yourself into the reading. Don't try to, like, say it doesn't work. It just doesn't work, okay? There's a reason it doesn't work. Uh, maybe you should be thankful it doesn't work. Sometimes some readings are like, oof, I'm glad I'm not part of that. Okay, so I'm pulling card number one. Think of a topic. Card number two, think of a topic, and card number three. And now you're going to pick your card between one and three. Do you have it? Bright Marimba. Do you have it? If you pick card number one, Peter. <laughs> Was that you? We got the Prince of Swords. So we have the Prince of Swords, which is a card, um, a card that indicates that indicates rapid communication, messages coming in or out. I feel like you're a little uh, sharp-tongued right now. This is the right moment to communicate any kind of news that you need to express to anyone, any kind of things that you need to like, uh, any anything where you need to cut, you need to cut the air with. It's a good time to speak your truth. I feel like um, it's kind of like a go, go, a go from the universe saying like, if you need to deliver a message to someone right now, I feel like it's favorable. It's 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 going to be well received. If you feel like you need to 
find information out, stalk someone out, be a little bit of a stalker about someone or some something, uh, go to a library and research some kind of project. Um, this is exactly the right time to do it. If you need to send out an email asking for kind of any kind of information, any kind of requests, any kind of like, um, like, uh, hey, I'm just uh, following up. All those kind of uh, ideas are favorable right now because you're the prince of swords. You have your sword in your hand. Swords cut the air. It's about communications. It's about messages. It's about uh, the truth. It's about anything that has to do with, with broadcasting, anything that has to do with emailing, texting. Uh, and the prince right now looks very positive in this deck. Um, so I would say this is the right time to be youthful about the way you communicate and expect positive results. Just double check that everything looks good. Just be the prince of swords, meaning be as youthful as you are sharp in your, in your communication. Keep it sharp, clean, succinct, and effective. You hear? You hear, Peter? That was for you. We all all because you always pick number one. If you pick card number two, we got the Prince of Wands. Two princes right away. This is my card. Look, it's actually me. I mean, it's a guy version of me, but sometimes I'm this guy, you know? Sometimes I'm this dude. I'm like standing in a tree pose on top of um, a wand. <laughs> oh, my favorite activity is standing in a tree pose on top of a wand. <laughs> and just being like, whoop, whoop, bloop, bloop, bloop. Um, And if you understand those sounds, you're my type of person. You're my soulmate and you're out there and I know. And now we feel each other. Okay. Prince of Wands. So just as I was saying with the Prince of Swords, but the wands. <laughs> Veronica, don't be fucking lazy and explain the fucking card. Okay, you got it. Um, so the Prince of Wands is here to tell you to stand on top of your passions. What does that mean? What the fuck? Sometimes this happens to me. Stand on top of your passions. What does that mean? Anything that makes you feel like... Um, what, why the standing tree pose? Because what does that do to me? Isn't it funny? Like, it's a time to be kind of like youthful and fast about anything that gives you any kind of passion. But at the same time, you benefit from being centered and balanced. So what does this mean? It means that if you're trying to get a project started from the ground up, if you're trying to like um, do anything kind of creative or go back to something that has made you passionate uh, in the past and you felt like maybe you're like a little bit, oh, you've been a little bit away from it. It's okay to calmly but surely approach it, to be a little youthful about it. So when someone's kind of young and they want to like study a, a profession and they don't see how, when you're supposed to choose what you're going to study in college, you're not seeing the real life, how, what it's like to work in an office, what it's like to do that on the daily. You get those kind of like informations from experts that come and talk to you and tell you what the career is about so you can have a better idea of what to choose, what majors to study, what things to to pick what university to go to 
this is kind of being both both people for yourselves right for yourself so it's kind of like both approaching the project the going for it the passion the person the thing approaching it and deciding to go for it as a student but also visualizing what it would be like once you're doing it once you're in it once you've uh, decided to be in this relationship once you've decided to go for this project once the new is not new and you have to keep the fire going on your own so this is both uh, be as passionate as you can while also very even tempered and going for, in the going for it I hope this worked but it applies for anything relationships for jobs for anything it's a good advice this is a card I picked and that's how I feel. I feel like that about my passions. I feel like I used to go for them as a wildfire. And now I kind of, I am a wildfire, but I have it kind of in a backpack. <laughs> and I only unleash it when I need to. But I'm still like wildfire. I just have decided when to unleash it and, and let, not let it burn everything down. If you pick card number three, uh, truth is coming. Truth is coming and it's coming fast. Uh, anything that's unclear, it's going to be cut away. Anything that goes away, it's because it wasn't for you. It's because um, actually something bigger than yourself decided to cut it out. Uh, there's confusion, there's fabrics, there's maybe like fabrications or things that may be um, blocking your full view. Anything that's making you feel... Um, nebulous or unclear is gonna is gonna fade away and if you don't believe it just visualize it literally like fog surrounding you just clearing out in a way that you can now see exactly what's in front of you um this is saying that the universe is helping you move forward with clarity also it tells you be careful what you say because if you're not if you're not saying if you're not being truthful or saying the truth or being very clear about what you're saying life will make sure to make that happen for you so better if you do it because it might be embarrassing if some something else does it for you better to keep a policy of like truthfulness and clarity in any kind of dealings you may have especially with your word be very very clear with your word and very truthful doesn't mean say everything doesn't mean say everything to anyone you're not supposed to it just means do not lie don't make you know an idea to me and a concept that indicates lying is making someone else confused about what really reality is you don't have to say something to be lying you can just make them confused so don't don't make anyone any other person's brains foggy while you know that that's what you're doing don't be that kind of person if you pick card number three this is especially right for you uh okay so those have been the interactive read of the day the death card i know i'm I think there's other other podcasts that you can like listen to regarding the the tarot specifically death card for more like accurate meanings when you when you see it in readings. I would just at this point the card number 13th we've been talking about it for a while. I feel like uh this is one of these cards where I trust that you're going to be able to see it and understand exactly what I'm saying. If you don't if you stop thinking of it as death literal and you start looking at it as this kind of transformation you're gonna accurately know what it means in a reading regardless of what happens 
uh, if you have a specifically yucky feeling about the death card being there or the cards that surround it, try to follow that instinct, instinct, but don't jump to conclusions because death is way different than you would think. That's just that's just it. A death of character sometimes is harsher than a literal death. And uh, and if not, you can ask any of the people who've been me tooed. Well, and with that, I leave you guys. I hope you had fun. I hope you learned something. I hope that you feel so much happier than when you first hit play. Please follow us at Sassy Tarot Pod on social media. I post cards of the day. If you like it, if you enjoy it, please subscribe uh, so that you know when I post new episodes. And please give us a five-star review so that other people can find the podcast. And yeah, just write down anything you think about when you listen to this podcast. I hope the interactive read worked for you. If it didn't, it doesn't matter. Just hit play on another episode and their interactive reads there. Or DM me or look at the cards of the day that I post on Instagram. There are a lot of YouTubers out there who do this kind of stuff. So, you know, no need to spread the hate. <laughs> no one has ever hated me. It's been awesome. So, but don't spread the fucking hate. So keep, keep, keep doing this this thing where you're positive and I'll see you guys soon. I love you. Not yet. What you listen to is the music of Peter Mark Kendall, who's just my esoteric um, translator. <laughs> I want to say that that's what he is. Uh, see you next episode, guys. Bye. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Engineered and mastered by Alex Sarche. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.